Hello, friends. Have you noticed that you can get caught up in consuming content? Or maybe you notice you are hyper, hyper focused on the doing. Empaths, we often consume. And I know because that was me too, soaking up information from all my favorite teachers and mentors. But it wasn't until I started focusing more on the being and embodiment work that the door to massive clarity was finally unlocked. And I no longer got confused about what was my energy versus everybody else's. I was able to become a more clear channel for creation and as a result, transform my life, business, and health. In fact, my meditation and embodiment practice is what helped me have a nearly $40,000 month this past January, see the highest downloaded month of the podcast, and finally release a lot of unnecessary stress. And my clients felt it and saw it in their lives too. It wasn't reading more articles. It wasn't doing more busy work. So I'm inviting you to graduate from the spongy empath consumer into the self-activated sovereign healer. You can take your podcast listening experience from, ooh, I feel seen, heard, and inspired to, holy shit, I actually feel different. My being has shifted. I am the embodiment of the woman I desire to be. The Third Eye Collective is a simple way to upgrade your experience and commit not only to a meditation practice that complements your healing, but also receive personalized coaching so you can be clear on what direct actions to implement into your highest goals. There are two simple ways to get involved at $11 or $22 a month with no commitment. So if this is calling your name, join this amazing and growing community. Welcome to the Healing Uncensored podcast. My name is Sarah Small, and I'm a life and success coach for empaths who want to create a thriving body, business, and life. Healing my own chronic illnesses as an empath led me to become fascinated with energy and more specifically, all of the emotional, spiritual, and holistic healing modalities my doctor never told me about. I began to share my insights and journey online and over time built a powerful community and business supporting women who were also on the pathway to healing. Think of this podcast as your uncensored and no BS guide to navigating life, health, and entrepreneurship as an empath. You'll get no nonsense and totally holistic tips from me in real time as I navigate this healing journey right beside you. Now, let's get started. Okay, so let's dive in and talk about releasing the how. The how can be related to anything. It can be how can I make X amount of dollars, how to attract the perfect relationship, how to feel happy, how to get a get a new job, how to heal your thyroid, etc. The how can come and be related to any multitude of areas of your life. And likely you have goals in many areas of your life, but we're just going to focus on one this evening. So true manifestation requires both your masculine and your feminine energy to play along and go on the ride. The masculine energy is similar to, of the 12 laws of the universe, the law of action. That's the doing, the tangible, the go out and check off your to-do list. It's the process in which you create and uh, get your goal. The feminine is similar to, in the 12 laws of the universe, the law of attraction. And the law of attraction is that feeling. It is being the energetic match to your desires. And each are powerful in their own right. Both the law of action, masculine energy, and the law of attraction, the feminine energy. Both powerful in their own right. But they are much more powerful when they're used in conjunction with each other. So let me know in the comments below What are you currently manifesting? What are you working on? 
what goals do you have or have you set for yourself, your life related to any any specific category of your life? Maybe a goal that you set for the new year in 2020. And then tell me, once you share your goal, do you have a plan for the how you're going to receive that thing or that feeling or whatever it is in your life? Do you have a plan for the how? And if you do, how specific is that plan? What does that look like for you? So for example, your goal might be to manifest the funds to join my coach training program Illuminated. And if you were listening to or abiding by the law of action, what would you do? It would say the law of action would tell you would tell you go sign up. Just sign up. That's the literal action that you would need to take in order to hit that goal of joining me for Illuminated. This can apply to any goal though. The law of attraction would say, "Okay, I want you to see yourself inside that program. Feel it at feel it as if you already have it, as if it's as if it's already real." And let your thoughts be consistent with that desire. So having the money, being inside the program, making the payments easily, and experiencing all the knowledge and learnings that are available to you. So consider within your goal, what would the law of action, if it had a little voice and it was a little cartoon character sitting on one of your shoulders, what would the law of action tell you to, tell you to do to hit that goal? And then what would the law of attraction tell you to feel, to visualize, to embody, to be a vibrational match for that thing? What would it tell you to do in order to be that? So you can see how if you just abide by or use the law of action, that doesn't really get you what you want. Just signing up in this case is certainly... Um, on a surface level, looks like you got what you wanted, uh, but you want to do this in a way that feels aligned for you. And if you just abided by the law of attraction and you just thought about it and felt it and felt it as if it was already real, but never, never took that action, well, then it certainly would not actually be yours. You wouldn't have ma- manifested it. So think about how this applies to your goal. I'll use another example. Let's say that your goal is to make $10,000, make $10,000 this month. Well, the law of action is going to tell you to go spend time and take actionable steps within your your marketing of whatever it is that you, uh, if you're an entrepreneur and you're trying to hit $10,000 in a month, well, the law of action is going to say, go put yourself out there on social media, send an email. Uh, get interviewed on more people's podcasts, just show your face, like speak your voice, be out there and ask for the sale. That's the law of action. The law of attraction for your $10,000 goal for this month or next month or whatever that might look like for you would say, imagine you already have that $10,000 in your bank account and feel it as if it's already real and keep your most common thoughts consistent with the um, reality that this is already yours, that it can be yours, that you it's already happening, it's, it's already manifesting and on its way to you. But same thing, if you only do one of those things, go, 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 push, push, push marketing on social media to hit your $10,000 month, well, from experience, I can tell you it's not going to happen. Same thing, law of attraction. If you just tried to be an energetic match and you didn't put yourself out there anywhere for people to be able to give you money and invest in your products or services or whatever your offer is, well, then it's not going to happen that way either. So again, to reiterate, you can see how the law of action on its own and the law of attraction on its own do not really get you what you want. So then our logical minds think, well, for me to get to my goal, I should probably create a plan, create a framework, create an outline, create a timeline. (laughs) So essentially, this is a checklist of how to get what you want. Who's done that before? You say, okay, my goal is I'm going to lose 10 pounds the first month of January 2020 because that's a very popular goal at the beginning of the year. 
And then you create a checklist. Well, how am I going to do it? I'm going to hire the personal trainer. I'm going to drink X amount of ounces of water uh, every day. I'm going to work out four times a week and I'm going to eat this for breakfast and this for lunch and this for dinner. So you have this very like regimented way in which you think you're going to hit that goal of losing 10 pounds. Same thing with money. You have that $10,000 a month goal. Well, I might create a checklist that says, okay, so I'm going to get uh, five new one-on-one clients and that's going to be $5,000 and then I'm going to send or sell uh, 20 spots in a group coaching program and that's going to get me my my other $5,000 and that's exactly how it's going to happen. That is my goal. This is how I'm going to hit my first $10,000 a month or my next $10,000 a month. So we often create these timelines, these checklists, these pathways for ourselves in, in order to receive or hit that goal. Now, who sees a problem with that list, with that goal, with that checklist that is how you're going to receive your goal? Does anyone see a problem with that? Let me know in the comments. It may not be obvious, and that's totally okay, but getting that specific on how you are going to do something without allowing in ease and flexibility stifles magic. And you insert, knowingly or unknowingly, your controlling nature, saying this is how it's going to happen. This is how I'm going to lose 10 month, ten pounds this month. Or this is how I'm going to hit $10,000. This is how I'm going to invest in Sarah's eliminated program. It's going to happen this way. And so <laughs> what happens as a result is, let's say you had an idea of, um, let's use a couple examples here. So Let's use an example of goal. Goal is to heal your thyroid. An example of goal is to uh, meet the, the your perfect match and have an amazing partnership and like go on this amazing date. Okay. So let's say that you want to, you have a specific idea of what that perfect date looks like for you. It looks, looks like in your life. And you decide that on that date that you're going to go to a specific restaurant that your checklist in order to get that thing may be, okay, I'm going to um, make sure I work out that morning and I'm going to spend X amount of minutes getting ready and I'm going to look perfect and we're going to go to my favorite restaurant and I'm going to get a spray tan <laughs> and that's exactly how this perfect date is going to happen and how this is going to be the most magical date I've ever been on. That's our controlling nature saying that's how it's going to happen. But then we go on the date, we go to the restaurant, and let's just say that restaurant has a two-hour wait. And the controlling part of us that is unable to release the how in stif- it ends up stifling our magic would say, all right, we're staying put. We're going to wait here for these two hours before we eat. But who the fuck wants to actually wait two hours to eat dinner? Like, that is our controlling of the how and saying this is what I however many minutes hours days ago decided this was going to happen so it's going to happen this way like come hell or high water I'm going to make it happen this way our controlling nature but releasing the how in that situation would mean okay Let's go on an adventure. Maybe there's a restaurant next door. Let's find somewhere else. What if that actually made this date more fun, that there was unknown, that there was spontaneity, that it allowed us to do something that I, if I had planned this, would have never thought of because I didn't know about it beforehand. But when we walked down the street, we found this amazing place and there's dancing and they end up having this perfect, you know, perfect air quotes, perfect date. So in that there's ease and there's flexibility and there's a the releasing of control so that you can crowd out the control and bring in this ability to go with the flow. And when we're in that flow state of our feminine energy, then we release that constriction of the how. So same thing, um, and I said, what did I say? Uh, healing the thyroid. So you might think, okay, so the checklist says my controlling how says to heal the the thyroid, I need to only eat these foods and to take these supplements and I need to do this detox program and I need to do these gentle exercises and this is how I'm going to hit my goal. And then (laughs) you start to do all those things 
And you could be doing those for years, months, weeks, decades. And because you're so set on it happening that way, and also maybe only knowing that way, then we stifle the magic and we constrict ourselves to other possibilities of balancing or healing the thyroid, which could have come in and entered into our life if we had simply been more open to that happening. So let's use one more example. You guys let me know if this is making sense to you. So let's say that you were going to manifest or wanted to manifest the funds to invest in Illuminated, my eight-month coaching program. And the how that you set out might be, okay, I'm going to save $200 from, from every paycheck, and that is how I'm going to invest in my growth for the year of 2020. And while that's a great plan, the issue arises when that's the only way you think you can do it, the only way you think you're going to be able to have the funds or manifest the funds. It's limiting. My point is here that these controlling of the hows are all limiting. Releasing the how in this situation would look like, okay, I'm going to budget for $200 from every paycheck as a guideline for my investment, but I'm opening myself up to receiving the funds from an unlimited number of other areas in my life. And who knows? Maybe you'll get an awesome tax refund and be able to invest with that. But if you had maintained the control in the how, you might not have ever even considered that that was a possibility. So when we are controlling, we limit the how. And when we limit the how, we also block our manifesting powers. You guys get that? You block your manifesting powers. We do not want to do that. This lighting's getting really bad, isn't it? Hold up. There we go. Okay. So you become blind to all of the other ways that the universe may be supporting or helping you that could even be right in front of your face because you think that it can only be done in the way that you originally planned. You guys get that? Let's check in. Who has a goal? Because now we're going to workshop this out. So who has a goal? Drop your goal in the comments below. And if you started with us from the beginning, you may have also said back then that you had a how and you had a way that you were going to achieve this goal. But what I want you to do for a moment here, and you may end up sticking along with it, is drop the how. And let's just, just start again. Let's start from scratch here. What is your goal? And let's just reconsider it. Let's consider how that's going to manifest into your life and start again. And I want you to start again before we even go into any of these six steps with this simple affirmation. I open myself up to receive in unlimited ways from the universe. I open myself up to receive in unlimited ways from the universe. One more time, I open myself up to receive in unlimited ways from the universe. Step one, what's your goal? Be as clear and specific as possible. So Abriana just commented she, her goal is to heal from disease. Well, that goal is too kind of broad, right? So we want to know exactly what the goal is. How will you know that you have healed from disease? How will healing from disease impact your life, change your life, make you feel differently? Because if we make our goal this thing that we can't then reverse engineer into smaller steps, it's also very hard for our our subconscious mind to comprehend how to get there. So you can maybe feel the energy of it, but then the the steps along the path and the law of action, you're like, where the hell do I start? Where the hell do I go from here when I have this big thing that I desire? So it's not that you have to make your goal smaller. It's, it's that you have to be more clear and specific on what healing from disease would look like, feel like in your life. How would your life change if you were healed? How will you know when you're healed? 
That's a really important question to ask yourself. How will you know when you have healed? So step one is simply write out your goal in as clear and specific terms as possible. Step two, this is, I was already starting to talk about this, but this is really the uh, law of attraction part that we're bringing in to step two. And you want to ask yourself and answer questions like, what will receiving or achieving this goal in my life mean to me, mean to you? What will hitting a $10,000 month, investing in Illuminated, going on the perfect date, healing my thyroid, all examples I've used so far, what will that mean to you in your life? Because that's also going to be unique to you. Not everyone is going to, if they achieved those goals, have it affect their life in the same way. This is where we're also getting unique to you and your goal, which means we're going to get there. But each of you have a goal. And even if it sounds the same on the surface level as somebody else, it actually has a very unique resonance and frequency to you. Because it means something different to you than it means to somebody else. In this step two, you also want to ask yourself, how will that feel? Abriana just answered this part, so she'll feel completely grounded. Perfect. How will it feel to have this goal, to have achieved it, received it, uh, put it into the terms that make sense? What is the vision? What will you be seeing the moment that you have received or achieved this goal? Bring in the sounds, the smells, the tastes, any colors, textures. Make it a sensory experience in step two by getting even more clear. So step one was be clear as specific as possible. Step two is challenging you to go even further and get more specific by making it a sensory experience. Because the more clear we can be on what it feels like to have achieved or received that thing in your life, the more easily the universe can be a co-creator with us and we can get that in our life. It can become tangibly ours. And I already mentioned this, but how will you know when you have achieved it? So when you say um, big things like even like heal my thyroid, my goal is to heal my thyroid. Well, how will I know when I've achieved that goal? And if I have not defined, this is called evidence procedure in neurolinguistic programming. If I have not defined what it looks like for me to have to, to have achieved that goal, then I'll never know when I've actually hit it. So we have to from the get go define what will let me know and make me aware of the fact that I've achieved this goal of healing my thyroid. Well, it may be a specific number on a lab test. It may be the day that your practitioner says you don't have to be on thyroid medication anymore. But that's going to be different for every single person. How will you know that you have uh, achieved or received a $10,000 month? Well, that is seems like it's going to be the same for every person, but it's actually totally different. I may have known or realized I hit my goal of a $10,000 month when I see a balance of $10,000 in my checking or bank account. Somebody else may say, I will know that I've hit a $10,000 month when I get the 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 notification in my email of like the last X dollars that put me over that $10,000. So the imagery, the visual of each of those experiences that is the evidence that it's the goal has been achieved are going to have different sensory experiences for option one or option two. So you want to really hone in on your goal, getting specific, bringing in the senses, and more specifically those senses of the moment you will have known or know that you have achieved this goal in your life. Another way of asking yourself this is, what is the last step that needs to happen so that I will know that I have my goal, I've achieved my goal, I've received this thing in my life? 
Okay, so we're blending a little bit of NLP, NLP here with the law of attraction. The law of attraction is the thoughts, the feelings, the sensory experience, the vibration and the frequency that is in alignment with your desire. And then the NLP is more specifically honing into that sensory experience, the moment or the last step before you know you have achieved this goal. So it would be one thing to, if your goal was to enroll in Illuminated, say, I want to enroll in that program. That looks great. That looks fun. Oh my gosh, I could gain so much from that program. And then you just stop there. Do you think you're going to hit your goal if that's the way you set your goal and you feel your goal? Probably not, friend. (laughs) Probably not. I say this with love. Now, if you said, I want to join that program, that looks really fun. And then you went down into the nitty gritty of it, the sensory experience, and you said, what is the last thing that will have to happen to to allow me to know and realize that I have achieved this goal? Maybe it's for somebody the second they put their first payment in. For somebody else, it might be the day the program starts and we're on our first video call. If that were the case, I would say, okay, then what is the feeling you think you're going to have? What is, where do you think you're going to be tuning in from? Where is your computer going to be? Is it going to be on your lap or on your, on your, on your table? And how are you going to feel? Are you going to feel excited? Are you going to feel nervous? Are you going to feel like anticipatory energy? What is that going to feel like? And how will you know that you have hit that goal by bringing in all the senses? Okay, step three, the law of action. So let's recap. Step one was simply write out your goals, clear, specific as possible. Step two was really bringing in law of attraction mixed with some NLP concepts. Step three is now moving on to the law of action. And the reason I like to put this one after step two is if we had said, my goal is to heal my thyroid, and then we just bam, went into taking action on it, but we didn't even define what the successful achievement of that goal would look like, feel like, like the experience of it in our lives, well, then we could start taking action, but we won't even know when to celebrate or when to know that or how to know that we're making progress. So I like to put step three as law of action. And in this step, I want you to ask yourself, what are some simple and actionable steps? I put emphasis on that word for a reason. So again, let's, I want to heal my thyroid. Well, if you put on your list of actionable steps, heal the thyroid, eat healthy food, drink more water, are those really actionable steps? Not really. Not really. Because if you put that on your to-do list at the start of the day, do you think you'd be able to cross that off by the end of the day? Not really. You could say you drank more water, but what's more? What is the definition of that? It's unclear. Those are very vague. So I want your steps to be simple and actionable. So it might be drink 32 ounces of, that's not enough, (laughs) drink 64 ounces of water today. It might be if your goal was to hit that $10,000 month, post on Instagram, check, one time, check. If your goal was to uh, join Illuminated, one of the action steps might be um, put aside $50 today, check. So these are way, way more specific and actionable steps. So you know that you can take the action and you know that you've achieved that that goal. You've, you Not the big goal yet, but you can check off of the list that thing that you've done that is in the direction of your goal. So... Step three, law of action. What are simple and actionable steps that you can start to take right away? You don't have to have it all figured out, but I do want you to have some steps you can start to take action on right away in relation to your goal. And these are steps that are opening you up up, up to that goal. Again, if you... If we stop at step two and we just think about the goal, we're not going to get there. If we skip step two and move on to step three and we just take action and we don't even know when the goal is going to be hit or what that's going to feel like or align our energy with that, it's not going to work either. And so some people might stop stop here. They might say, okay, so step one, two, three. No, you know, what do you want? 
Step two, get a sensory experience law of attraction around it. Step three, start taking action in the direction of your desire. Go off and and make your magic. And you, with these first three steps, may definitely see some magic and you may see some progress in your life. But I'm going to add three more steps because I have talked to people who have done these three steps and they're still coming to me and saying, I'm controlling the how or I haven't seen my goal um, be manifested or uh, it's just not happening, Sarah. I feel like I'm doing everything right and I'm at this plateau where it's just not there yet. So I would add step four, pulling from additional laws of the universe, the law of resonance. So here's the law of resonance. This determines the various vibrational patterns or frequencies which are determined and projected based on various thoughts, beliefs, and emotions and the resulting projected frequency which activates the law of attraction that ensures that this resonance or projected energy can only harmonize with energies that vibrate or resonate at a similar vibration or frequency which determine your physical results. Now, that's a hell of a wordy sentence, right? That's the official definition of the law of resonance. But really what I think of as the law of resonance and how to apply this to the six-step process of releasing the how and manifesting the F out of your goals is it's an invitation to embody the energy of your goal. So there's a resonance to everything in life. And this is stating that the res- that our thoughts, our beliefs, and our emotions all have a resonance that is projected outward that is very related to the law of attraction. And that resonance that you put and you send off into, into the air, into the universe, into your life, is then harmonizing with your desires. So when you are in consistent embodiment of the vibration or frequency that is in alignment with your desire, you become a freaking magnet to that which you desire. So again, law of resonance is an invitation to embody the energy of your goal of your desire. How do you do this? I love to use movement practice. I did this this morning. I turned on music and I cons- I thought of an intention for my dance. And I don't even know if I would call it dance. It's more just movement, uh, shaking, twirling, like stretching, uh, almost like self-breaky in the middle of it all. I, I can't necessarily explain it. It's a very visual thing. But... I set an intention for that and I said, I'm going to turn on a mantra. I'm going to turn on a song and I'm going to embody the energy of a successful launch. Uh, In a successful launch, I had already defined as a certain number of people inside my program, which then is associated with a specific financial number. And I've already thought about law of attraction pieces. What does it smell like, taste like, feel like? What is the visuals that come along with it? I've already been taking action in this launch in in my business and in my life for Illuminated. Now, law of resonance, I embody the energy of that successful goal that is now, you know, already achieved, releasing the how and saying this is already happening for me and embody that through movement. And it was like a seven-minute song, and I just danced around my living room. I've done this the last week almost every single day. So consistency really helps with a subconscious mind, feeling like it's actually real. And I embodied the energy of it. Now, you might not be a dancer. I'm not a dancer. And again, I don't know that I would even call this dance, but it's more of a expression of your, your physical body that matches the energy of your goal. If that doesn't feel aligned for you, there's other ways to do this. You can express yourself in in other ways. You can express the energy, the resonance of your goal in a different way. That could be through art. 
through through paint and water watercolor and markers and crayons and pencils and whatever your favorite form of art is. It could be a meditation that you go into a visualization of and you almost like wrap yourself up in this visual. Like you're putting yourself into the picture of that embodiment of the goal. So there's other ways to do this as well. I just find that physical movement works really well for me. Any questions, put them in the comments. We're on to step five. So again, we're bringing in another of the universal laws. And step five is the law of perpetual transmutation of energy. The law of perpetual transmutation of energy. So what the heck does that mean? Well, I'm going to give you the the wordy version first, and then I'll break it down into easier to understand terms. So all people have within them the power to change the condition of their life. That's pretty simple, right? We all have the power to change, to change our lives. And higher vibrations consume and transform lower vibrations. Hmm, Okay, so that means essentially higher vibrations trump lower vibrations. If you had a negative thought and a positive thought that came right after each other, what's going to stick? The positive thought. And each of us can change the energy in our life by understanding the universal laws and applying the principles of these universal laws. So the law of perpetual transmutation of energy is, to me, answering this question, which is, how will I continuously raise my vibration and crowd out any doubt that I can have this, that I'm worthy of this, that this is possible, etc.? Any of those doubtful thoughts that are coming in, well, we're transmuting those negative thoughts and crowding them out because the positive trumps the negative of as, and as far as vibration and frequency go. So we have the power to change our lives if we are conscious creators of our life, and I would argue co-creators of our life, co-creators with the universe, and but you have to play your part. So how will I continuously raise my vibration and crowd out any doubt? Well, here's the basic, most basic freaking way you can do this. Simply when those doubtful thoughts do creep in, because they may, bring your hand to your heart and say, I consciously choose to raise my vibration. See how that feels. Immediately, there's a shift. I consciously choose to raise my vibration. Another thing you could say with your hand at your heart that similar but more specific to your goal, you could say, I consciously choose to be a match for and then insert your goal. I consciously choose to be an energetic match for my $10,000 month. I consciously choose to be an energetic match for a healthy thyroid. I consciously choose to be an energetic match for Sarah's illuminated program. I consciously choose to be an energetic match for my soulmate. You guys get it? You get the point? I consciously choose. Raise your vibration lift yourself up. It doesn't mean that you have to avoid all negative emotion and all negative energy because that's part of life. That's part of being human. But when you are driven to achieve this goal, you need to be aware of when the negative energy starts to feel heavy and it's actually bringing your vibration down so that you are not in alignment with your goal. And that is a time to crowd out those energies and lift yourself up. Last step, step five. Questions, post them below. The law of rhythm. So another of the universal laws and law of rhythm states that everything vibrates and moves to certain and specific rhythms. So each of your goals, whether you will resonate with one of the examples I've used or you have your own goal you're working on, each of those goals has a specific rhythm to it and vibrates in a different way, has a different frequency. So if I was on the path to achieve the goal of a $10,000 month, well, I'm going to have to be an energetic match. My frequency, my vibration will be a, such that it matches with $10,000 versus if I were 
setting the goal for um, healing my thyroid, then that would be a different frequency. That would be a different vibration. So in the law of rhythm, not only does it state that each of these things have a different rhythm or vibration, but also that these rhythms establish seasons, cycles, stages of development, and patterns in our life. Okay, so each of these cycles reflects the regularity that we are constantly and consistently experiencing as human beings in this giant universe. And masters know how to rise above negative parts of this cycle because they're, it, no one can avoid all negativity in their life. But this law states that masters know how to rise above that negative negativity that is part of the cycle so that those negative things do not penetrate their consciousness and th therefore, going back up to the law of perpetual transmutation of energy, they're transmuting that negative into possibly a learning or an opportunity for growth that is in alignment with their goal versus having the cycle that's constantly dipping them back into negative energy. This is a way of reframing, but it's also to me a deep reminder to trust. So seasons, cycles, stages of development, patterns, they can be seen everywhere in our life. We can see this on our journey if with our health. We can see this in our finances. We can see this in our relationships. We can see this in our bodies and as women, our menstrual cycles. We can see this in the sun and the moon and the seasons, fall, winter, spring, summer. <laughs> and so it's inherent in every part of our life and as we start to master the law of rhythm, we know that if there's a negative thought that does creep in, that it is impermanent, that it is constantly shifting and changing, there is a pattern, a rhythm to it, that it's not going to stay that way forever. So again, this is a reminder to when things don't look like they're going to plan, still trust in the process. Still trust that you're going to hit your goal that you are on the right path, that you are doing the right things, that any minor setback does not mean that it is not going to happen now that you should throw in the towel. So do not quit two minutes before the finish line or two steps before the finish line. You may not realize it's only two steps away, but the difference between those who are manifesting the shit out of their lives and their goals are the people who, not knowing they're two steps away, and when everything looks like it's failing, still trust that they can have what they desire, and then they're like, oh my God, there was only two more steps. Thank God I didn't give up. Oh my gosh, I'm so glad I continued to trust in the process and trust that this cycle was going to loop itself back around like it always will and always does if you trust. Okay? So law of rhythm. Don't quit before the finish line. When things don't look like they're going to plan, know that you're... That's a time to me to reinvigorate that feeling, that embodiment of trust like times 10. Things don't look like they're working out, Sarah. Okay, I want you to, to, to lean into your trust even more. Don't run away from it. Lean in deeper. And that's when you become a powerful co-creator with the universe. This is how you release your freaking how. And you start to bring in more of the energy, the embodiment, the frequency, and the vibration of change in your life instead of just consciously writing a checklist and thinking, this is how this is going to happen for me. And this is the only way it's going to happen. And because my doctor said this or because so-and-so said I should do it this way, this is how I have to do it. You are constricting and limiting yourself when you do things that way. And so while we are very much trained to create checklists and timelines and set things out in a way that is, you know, tidy and organized in our life, what we're actually doing is stifling our magic. We're stifling that magic and holding ourselves back from the unlimited possibilities that exist for us. So release the how, regardless of what that how is in your life, like I said, it can be attracted, it can be related to uh, money, to relationship, to happiness or a feeling you want, to a new job that you want to create, to healing your thyroid, to joining Illuminated, to hitting a cer certain number of, of money in, in your business or number of clients that you're working with. It does not matter. So the moral of the story here is that I want you to take 
action in the direction of your goal, dream, or desire, but release the how and instead focus more on embodiment, trust, vibration that are in alignment with your goal versus your goal having to happen in a certain way. You got it? Questions? Who has questions about this? It's a powerful shift in the way that you set out on your path. When you decide you want to set a goal or you want to change something in your life, when you start off with this footing versus the footing of it has to happen this way, not only are you going to see this manifest much faster, exponentially faster in your life, but you're also going to allow it to be easier. So, so much easier. Okay. So when you, because this may happen, when you habitually want to go back to or do go back to controlling the how, because again, this is probably something that is very habitual for you. It's, it's more automatic in your life. Remember, catch yourself, remember, control is limiting. I'm just going back to that old pattern and habit, but I'm noticing it. I'm becoming more aware of it. Control is limiting. And then bring your hand to your heart and say, I'm consciously choosing to change. I'm consciously choosing to change. Okay. And it takes repetition for the subconscious mind to actually shift and for that no longer to be an automatic habit and pattern of controlling in your life. You have to repeat over and over and over again if it's just uh, catching yourself in awareness and if you're not using other techniques like hypnosis, EFT, uh, aka tapping, etc., then you have to continue to repeat this in order for it to penetrate on the subconscious level. So something tells me (laughs) that if you listen to this training all the way to now, then you have a big goal or you have a big dream that you are working on achieving in your life. And you probably know that you were made for more or you feel like you want to, you know, do more or receive more in your life. You want to embody more, not in a greedy way, not in a hustle way, but in a bigness of your vision kind of way and you're probably also working on building or creating something amazing in your life and I want to hear it below what are you building or creating that that is amazing and even if that feels a little edgy or you're not quite sure if it's amazing yeah I still want to hear it. it's going to be amazing and something else <laughs> tells me that you're also already on your way there. So you've probably already taken steps in the direction of that desire, but you may also be hitting little bumps or feeling like, why can't this be easier? Or you feel like you've made progress, but then you've plateaued. So I want you to call yourself out. Who resonates with this? Who feels like, yeah, I'm made for more. Yeah, I'm building and creating something freaking amazing. And I have listened to this training all the way through. And I've also feel like I've hit a plateau or I wish it I wish it were a freaking lot easier than it's been to get to this point. Is that you? I know that I've experienced this before and it's been super freaking frustrating. And I felt like I'm doing it all. (laughs) And that the things, this is in the law of action that we just talked about, that I'm doing are um, not giving me the results that I want or I I desire. So if that's you and you feel like you're doing a lot, but you're not receiving the results, number one, remember to do all six steps and bring in the energy because without these other laws that we bring into our manifestation, it's not nearly as potent or powerful. Number two, Conscious awareness, I was just kind of mentioning this before, conscious awareness doesn't create subconscious change immediately. So what that means is you either have to continue reinforcing, like I was just saying, or you have to go deeper so that the habits and patterns that you want to change, change on the subconscious level. And then therefore, as those patterns and habits change, your results change too. And that's what I'm going to be teaching. 
you can take this and you can apply this and you can reinforce the F out of this and you can see results and you can see shift in your life. But I want to make it even easier for you and take you deeper so that it doesn't require as much reinforcement and instead you get more of these like miracle style results of of manifestation and of hitting your big goals. Because again, I know you are big, uh, high achieving people out there. So big, big goal setters, high achieving people, heart centered entrepreneurs. I resonate with that a lot. So what I'm going to be doing is teaching five amazing trainings inside of Liberated AF, which starts tomorrow. And this includes seven days of support, five trainings, and we're going to be opening ourselves up to the magic. So I just explained all the ways you can you can stifle your magic by controlling the how and ways that we can shift and move out of that pattern and that, that framework in our life, that habit. But I also want to show you how you can not only move away from the stifling, but then open yourself up to the miracles, to the magic. So day one is going to be on the three dimensions of the brain and how those different parts of the brain affect your manifestation process. So it's really a continuation of this conversation. Day two is the levels of radical change and why most people are stuck at a plateau, which I'm going to give you guys some, some, these are going to all be sort of workshop style where you'll be able to get some sort of results, not just learn, but get a result through the training. Day three is the curious world of subconscious reprogramming and a workshop style event to take you deeper into your healing. Day four is all about the four auric auric bodies of your energy system and how to clear blockages with simple EFT tapping. And day five is all about releasing limiting beliefs and coding your future by collapsing timelines and using your shadow. Because if I have learned anything <laughs> in uh, my dark night of the soul, it is that our shadow has within it the greatest, greatest lessons. There are so many teaching moments for ourselves inside of the shadow, inside of the challenge, inside of the turmoil, inside of the trauma, inside of the struggle if we are empowered to see it and if we shine a light on that dark spot, it allows us to be illuminated. This seven day training, five training, seven days of support inside Liberated AF is only $29. So I invite you to join me. It's going to be super fun. And you'll also get the recordings inside of an online portal in case you can't make any of the live trainings or you can only make some of them. They are still going to be there for you. And it is especially suited for the person who is considering joining Illuminated to get uh, inside look at what some of these trainings are going to be like and see if you're a good fit. Either way, you'll get a lot out of these seven days. Um, it is insanely priced, but uh, I created it with the intention of giving you guys a taste of what Illuminated is going to be. And that's an eight month program. So I invite you to join me. Thank you for listening along and I'd love to hear from you whether you DM me or post in the comments below. What were your main takeaways from this training today and uh, what is that goal that you're working on manifesting and how are you going to go about manifesting it differently compared to how you were going about it just 50 minutes ago. (laughs) So I'm excited to hear from you all and I will see you soon.